to the dark side. Hmm? Fear leads to anger. Anger leads to hate. Hate leads to suffering. Ultimate Journey Podcast, you are listening. Yes? Hmm? Frank DeGeneva, your host is The Ultimate Journey. Welcome to The Ultimate Journey, a podcast on awakening to spirit. I am your host, Frank DeGeneva. Episode 19. Hi, and welcome to The Ultimate Journey Podcast, Awakening to Spirit. I want to thank Yoda for introducing the podcast today. Still here I am. Thank you, you are. Mm? <laughs> thank you, Yoda. That's, that's enough for now, thanks. This episode is called Anger. Do you suppress your anger or do you express it? Many of us are taught to fear this emotion, uh, hold it in, or just avoid it altogether. I believe anger is pent-up energy and it's like a zit, you know, pops when it's uh, coming to a head. Is this emotion inherited or is it learned? I used to see my dad display anger and I don't know if I modeled it from him or if it was just something inside me. But I know when I was a child, teenager, and even early in my marriage, I used to freak out. I had uncontrollable anger. I used to punch holes in walls. I used to break things. I was pretty uh, volatile to say the least. And over time, I believe anyone who displays intense emotions can become addicted to them. You know, when you do something often enough, they burn holes in your neurological pathway system. And, you know, it's the easiest path or easiest route. And good or bad, you get such a rush of energy. So that can be quite addicting. And to correct myself, they don't burn holes. They just burn or etch grooves in your neurological pathways. I didn't know any other way to express myself or process my feelings of helplessness or loss of control. Um, I didn't have the tools to fully process the anger that I was feeling. There was one incident in my life when I finally stopped erupting in front of people and what stopped me from doing so was that I almost killed someone. (laughs) Confessions, huh? I don't know if I would have killed the person, but I had enough anger and rage that I was seeing red and I didn't really care what would happen afterwards, but I stopped myself. My former wife and I were arguing pretty intensely and I was going nowhere very fast. Now she's a Taurus and if you know anything about bulls, they don't back down. (laughs) Uh, I wasn't backing down either. I think I was, uh, (laughs) the red flag was more, it was brighter for me than for her. Let's just say that. Anyway, so I had had enough and I was going to end this bullshit right then and there. I made a fest and I was in a clocker right in the face, like really seriously clocker. Now just a FYI, I've never struck a woman before and I wasn't about to start. What I did do however is wind up and unleash. I struck the wooden headboard full force and I broke my hand. I think I did. I didn't even go to the hospital. It was swollen and all that but it was a mess and I think that was the first time I realized that I had some issues that I had to take care of because if I would have hit her with that force, if she didn't die, she would have been definitely messed up and definitely in the hospital. Not a proud moment, but it was a wake-up call, to say the least. From that moment on, I just uh, suppressed my anger, which was probably the worst thing to do. Many of us are taught to be afraid of anger or not to engage in it because it's very destructive, as we all know. You know, we are taught not to engage in it. So when we get angry and we don't release it, where does it go? I feel that it settles in the body, the bones, the cells of our bodies and the organs, you know, and it builds pressure until one day someone goes postal or suffers from a disease 
or turns to drugs, alcohol, prescription drugs, or whatever to numb out. In Eastern medicine or Chinese medicine, it is believed that every organ holds on to a certain emotion or the vibration of it. For example, people who are holding on to fear, it settles into the kidneys. People who are angry, it's the liver and also the gallbladder. I believe it can manifest anywhere, especially if there's an injury or whatever, a trauma to a certain body part. I believe that can settle there as well. Interestingly, I talked to someone last week or two weeks ago regarding their health. We were just bantering back and forth. And she was telling me that as a little girl, she wasn't allowed to express herself. She had to keep everything to herself. And then I looked at her and I says, did you have your gallbladder removed? And she goes, yes. How did you know? I basically told her what I told you about the organs and that. But also she brought up that she had a lot of skin cancer coming up. She had to go keep getting it removed. And I said to her, I says, do you know what that really means? She goes, what? I said, the cancer that's coming in your skin is basically the anger that is finally coming up to express itself. I mean, she looked rather shocked. And it is kind of a weird thing to say to somebody. Again, I believe everything is energy. It's either in flow or it's condensed or packed and in a non-flowing state. Have you ever heard that saying, oh, they have the gall? That means they basically have too much bile production as the gallbladder produces bile to metabolize fats and digestion. And in the same medical tradition, they see one having too much bile as being having too much aggression. The positives of having a good, strong gallbladder, you're more decisive and you're more assertive. And the opposite is true in a, a non-balanced way, indecisiveness and not taking action, but feeling the anger from that. It's basically the hesitation between courage and fear. Another attribute with one having a strong gallbladder is recouping after a shock, you know, getting back to normal. So when the gallbladder is out of balance, there's uh, holding on to resentment, you know, making rash decisions, you know, being very impulsive. That's like the liver too, with anger. So the liver and the gallbladder work hand in hand, but the liver is where the anger, the vibration of anger is uh, not stored, but where it stays, where it's being held. When we get angry, it's the lack of control that we have over the situation or, you know, something didn't happen the way we wanted it to. It's our attempt to create space to resolve it quickly or to, you know, try to take control of the situation. But just like fire, anger can be destructive or transformative. It's all in the matter of how you direct it. Now, anger can be positive and it gets things done, you know, can tell someone to, uh, hey, screw off. This is my boundaries. You know, a lot of people do not engage in anger because it's toxic. Anger can be expressed in a positive way, you know, to get shit done and to undo oppression. I think deep down, many of us want to get mad at the situation and say enough, stop. Like if there's an abusive relationship or if there's a, you know, in the workplace being taken advantage of or whatnot, or, you know, being controlled. If you think you're going to, a group is controlling you or an organization, you know, we have to be able to fight back, stand up for ourselves. And that takes anger. But many of us have become passive and just lay over, bend over and take it. Imagine if all the sheep went after the, uh, the shepherd. <laughs> that would be funny, actually. Who remembers the 1976 movie Network when uh, Peter Finch played Howard Beale? I'm as mad as hell and I'm not going to take this anymore. That's when anger is a good thing. Sometimes, not all the time. 
Now, there's two aspects of uh, expressing your anger. If you keep it in, you damage uh, your, your organs because you're keeping that vibration low and it just deteriorates. Your body and your health deteriorates. And also, it, you do the same thing when you keep expressing anger and you, know, you just damage your body. Your immune system, your relationships, everything that's important to you in your life, you just destroy it. That's the destructive fire, not the transformative fire. Hey, Frank, how can fire be uh, transformative? Well, if you know about forest fires, how they decimate the vegetation, but what they do, they regenerate the forest because, you know, from the ash comes the nutrients and the, the insects come and the birds come and then the wildlife comes back and the forest regrows and it thrives even stronger than before. So that's what I mean about transformative fire. In 2003, Metallica released an album called St. Anger and there's a song with the same name, St. Anger, and there's a lyric saying, you flush it out, flush it out. So you have to flush out anger. So how do we do this so it doesn't um, destroy us from inside, doesn't rot us out? Don't be a douchebag and try to hit your wife or, or anyone for that matter or, or hurt anybody. Speaking of forests, go into the woods and just walk. It's very therapeutic. There's a lot of healing energy in the forests and in, uh, in the woods. The national parks are parks you have. Um, screaming is good to get it out. Just make sure you're by yourself. Or if you have a screaming buddy, go for it. You can go to a dollar store or go to get those old incandescent light bulbs. These are fun. You can buy them and you go in a corner of your basement and you take these bulbs and you throw them against the wall. They'll pop and you'll get your gratification that you broke something and they don't make a mess. I don't know if the powder inside is healthy or not, but if that's not your bag, you can get a punching bag actually and just start wailing on it, lift weights, listen to uh, you know heavy metal music or whatever. Something that just kind of, you can release it. You know, that, that's the name of the game is to release the pent up anger and energy. You have to release that condensed emotion. This is true with sadness and grief and any emotion that you're keeping inside. It's not healthy. If you got to cry, cry. You know, if you got to grieve, you do it. <laughs> laugh, laugh. Do whatever. Just don't keep it inside because it's going to fester. You know, if someone's trying to break your balls, you, you have every right to defend yourself and get angry and to, you know, get shit moving. Anger also gets shit moving. You know, you need to, if you're sitting on the couch, you can get angry that you're on the couch. It's like, fuck this, I'm getting up, I'm going to do something. Do something constructive. Expressing this emotion should never be for manipulation or taking control of others in any way. You know, you eventually want to get to a point of the guru state where everything's bliss and chilled out. You know, and you're not caught on the duality scale of you know, being angry or being passive. You want to get past that. You don't want to be swinging on that pendulum of back and forth. You want to find the space beyond that. That's a whole nother podcast. As you mature and evolve, you'll have better ways to express, you know, communicate your dissatisfaction or your frustrations. You don't have to be like a caveman and uh, kill everybody. Well, they, I don't think they even did that. I think there was more of a code back then. But, you know, if you have a low EQ and an IQ, then you're pretty much screwed and you are basically acting in a primal, non-thinking, reactive way. EQ, for those that don't know, is emotional quotient or emotional intelligence. And I think women have more of that than men at this point of our evolution. Uh, it's not a blanket statement, but women seem to have more emotional maturity than men do. <laughs> Many will fight that and uh, argue differently. I just think that uh, when you 
don't have the capacity to work things out and process them emotionally. It comes out as aggression. You know, like when I was younger, just punching holes through walls, breaking things, just, ah, <laughs> it was bad. It was bad. And as I said before, I think by me suppressing those um, pent-up emotions, it did more damage. And uh, who knows how it messed up my health. But I'm learning better ways to... Um, express my anger, especially in traffic, the whole road rage thing. Oh my God, <laughs> that seems to trigger everyone. So what I'm trying to say is don't be afraid of anger, um, but don't let it control you. Be its master and not its slave. Sometimes you need to tell people to fuck right off and sometimes you need to give them a hug. <laughs> so it's up to you to figure out when and how to do that. And then eventually you won't even be in that energetic vibration of anger. So you don't attract it in your life and you don't have to um, express it as often because you've transcended that duality aspect of it. Well, that's it for now. And thank you for joining me on the Ultimate Journey Awakening to Spirit podcast. I'm your host, Frank DeGenova. Thank you for listening to the Ultimate Journey podcast, Awakening to Spirit. Join me again next time for more spiritual talk. You can reach me at info at theultimatejourney.ca. I thank you in advance for visiting my website, theultimatejourney.ca, for more information on my online courses. Listeners will receive my course motivation for free. Until next time, walk in love and in gratitude.